Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Scully! Movie! Movie! Move, fight the future! Fight the future! Unless it's not called that anymore, because it doesn't seem to be called that anymore. I mean, it is in the movie, isn't it? Yeah, if you look it up online, it says, like, also known as Fight the Future. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a free episode of Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Woo! Oh, yeah. yeah! I'm one of your... yeah! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this is big yeah uh, this is massive I'm, I'm one of your hosts david bell i'm a second host tom ryman uh and again this is a free episode uh or rather part one uh is a free episode because we are covering the x-files movie mm-hmm. fight the future mm-hmm. uh for a- anybody who's new uh this is a this is a podcast with myself and tom where we've been going through uh so far five entire seasons of the x-files we have an episode for every goddamn episode uh to talk about just how incredibly off the rails agent Mulder, um agent Mulder scully agent Mulder, <laughs> agent Mulder is, scully we always say their names together yeah uh we've been waiting for this for so long sounds like a character from a Farrelly brothers movie <laughs> uh it i'm uh tom yeah i'm so excited i know i it felt like it was going to take forever for us to get to the movie when we started this podcast um it's only been like two years it's been like two years yeah that's it maybe three we're maybe at three years in uh i have no idea no i think it's just two wow yeah well shit (laughs) yeah i mean we got a lot to do it's fucked up (laughs) yeah uh let's get into this i highly suggest people watch the movie first yeah absolutely Uh, um is it on hbo where can you watch it Oh, I don't know. I watched it on DVD. Yeah, I have it on. I have it on Blu-ray in a two-pack with the it's follow-up film. I want to believe. Oh yeah, no need to cover that one. I Boy, mean, we're gonna. I guess we we're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be a real shame. Uh, yeah. Uh, and if people are interested, the follow-up to this will be next week on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. If you want to, uh, uh, you know. See the see the yeah, whole you, episode you as wanna, well as all the other episodes. If you want to fuck around with that, yeah. Oh, we got so many good episodes. We got the Fluke Man. We got we got yeah. We got the dude that can start fires with his mind. We got we got tombs. We got the werewolf. Yeah. We got I also the, think the, the, the sea monster episode. All kinds of episodes, man. Oh, so many. You mean Big Blue? Yeah, Big Blue. The uh, is a lake monster. It's a lake monster, but you know. Uh, yeah, and in order to. I think they're going to have to listen to part two in order to know what rating we give this, right? Because at the end, uh, that's of right. Our episodes, we kind of have crazy to like a fox. split it up. We can't really do. Can we do crazy like a fox for each half? I don't think we should. I don't think because, we should either. I think that would be a disservice. No, I think I, I was thinking at first, oh, we do two numbers and average them. But no, that's not true either. We have to judge it as a whole at the end. Right. Because it's a single adventure, even though we're doing two episodes exactly so yeah i think we just skip it for this episode uh, i think we can have multiple enablers uh you know 
just I mean, because there's definitely there's definitely a few. Yes, there's always there's, kind of a there's few. a couple of fingers in Mulder's pie. <laughs> yep. So this is um <laughs> this movie was uh, uh of course written by Chris Carter, Chris Carter and uh, Frank Spotsnitz. Yeah, he uh, he wrote it in Hawaii. Nice. Because uh, you know he's probably already really rich. Yeah. By again, the time this uh, movie, we've we've been talking about it uh, on the on the on the show. This is the peak of the X Files season five, yes. highest rated season of the entire series, and then yep. it led right into this movie. So this is like when X Files was on top of the world. Yeah. It was uh, directed by Rob Bowman, who has directed a lot of X-Files, yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as the movies Electra and Reign of Fire. Uh, sure. I don't know if that does anything for you. The director of photography was Ward Russell, who I only point out because he did The Last Boy Scout, Tom. Oh, dope. Uh, no, you can kind of yeah. see, you can kind of tell, yeah. Yeah, it's a little Boy Scout. It's a little, but definitely all the alleys that Mulder keeps pissing in, and that's like the only <laughs> place he talks to Martin Landau is piss-soaked <laughs> yes. alleys. They need to pick a new bar. It gets them in trouble. Um, they wanted this to appeal to the casual or non-viewer of the X-Files. Um, I'm not sure if they accomplished that, but they also said they wanted to actually give fans answers. And, uh, yeah, that's interesting because I remember when I saw this movie for the first time, I had sort of become like an agnostic x-files fan i had i had fallen off watching the show regularly but i wanted to see the movie sure um and that's i remember that was a big part of the marketing campaign was like you're finally going to get some answers about the conspiracy and the syndicate and the Mm -hmm. shadow government and at the time i remember thinking that that wasn't true i don't know why i came to that conclusion because watching the movie again now, it it really does spell out exactly yeah. what the conspiracy is. Yeah, and I and, I forget and, that they hadn't really done that yet <laughs> until oh, yeah. this point. Like you really didn't know what the fuck was going on. This show was as much as I hate this. Uh, it is a mystery box. Oh hell yeah! Uh, and it yeah. keeps changing things. And right. yeah, because it's they a terrible they, example of one. <laughs> Yeah, the the series finale, the first series finale, they also answered questions, and it was completely different from what I remember. Um, And it turns out in this movie, the evil shadow government is FEMA, uh, which is very funny to me. I love, yeah, the syndicate is FEMA. Yeah, fucking FEMA. Yeah. And and then, of course- I mean, that, that that would explain why they dragged their feet on Katrina because it's like That's well we want people to die so the, there's more room for the aliens all right it all makes sense uh this was shot for 45 days it was uh f- principal photography began in June of uh, 1997 uh very secretive set uh they printed the script on red paper so it couldn't be copied they leaked disinformation and fake endings uh, they originally wanted it to be shot like grand scope because they're like movie. It's a movie, right? I was going to uh, say ended- the the shooting schedule coupled with kind of on how small of a scale this movie actually is is surprising. But I guess it took them that long because they had to juggle this and the show at the same time. Any guesses on where they shot this? Los Angeles. Yeah, and and around Vancouver. And around Vancouver. Uh, Sure. <laughs> they were like, we want to go places. And then they shot at the two places that, that they, they, the show films at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's all right. Yeah, there's a, on the DVD is a big behind the scenes hosted by Mitch Pileggi. Yeah! Uh, He's yeah. barely in this movie. <laughs> that's, 
Something I want to... So Same with The Cigarette Smoking Man. There's a, there's a couple of things about this movie that make it feel weird in a way that like the South Park movie kind of feels weird now when you go back and watch it. Is that like this is the definitive X Files movie, and like Skinner's not really in it. The lone gunmen are in one scene. Cigarette smoking man is barely there. Crychek's not yeah. in it. Um, yeah, it's um they they talk about it a little bit how they wanted to get big actors. Yeah. Uh, so they got Blythe they, Danner they and Martin Landau. <laughs> Damn right, <laughs> you get that Martin Landau. That's their big actors. His, his interview in the behind the scenes, he's putting way more thought into the character than he should be. He's talking about Kurtzfeld's like backstory. And like what he was like as a young man, and it's like, wow, yeah. When you when you get Martin Landau, yeah, you he, get him. He does the work. Yeah, you're gonna get yeah, Martin he Landau, brings motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> he's it, killing uh, it in this yeah. too. He's great. He really is. He's only in three uh, scenes, but he's really good. He is. What stands out to me about this movie, which I'll definitely talk about in this version, this one in part two, is the special effects. It's like Oof. really good special effects. Uh, I think. to a point. Uh, for its time, it's really good compositing. I thought a lot of practical effects. There's a lot of practical. What? There's the when the when the UFO takes off in the end gets pretty shaky, and a couple of shots. Yeah, but that that was a model, and we'll get into that in part two. But it was a really cool model, from what I could tell. I'm talking about the composite, um, like when they crawl out of the hole, oh, and then there's a shot of them, yes. like with the mountains behind them. It looks pretty rough. Compositing is a yeah. It's a little. I mean, it's just because it's a lot of model work. Um, there it's, was it's also, also um, 1998. Yeah, uh, the the cavemen, the alien. That's all uh, Alec Gillis and Tom Woodruff. Yeah, of Studio ADI. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they they made you know uh, several aliens with like hero heads and stunt heads and mechanical bullshit in the faces. Uh, they for the the building blowing up, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. We'll certainly get into. Yeah, that's a that's pretty major event. In yeah, the movie. that's that's a combination. That's a model, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously and then they, they didn't blow up a building in downtown Dallas. Well, they sort of did. Interesting. Uh, I think it's Los Angeles. They 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 put they set, uh, set a huge rig at the like bottom floor of this building, mm-hmm. and they had a stunt car drive away, and it looks like they set off a bomb in the making of uh i think they have just like catapults sending flames and debris out the front and like broke broke a lot of windows the stunt car was rigged to look like it got hit by a shock wave they filmed it with 14 cameras because you know because you yeah you only get one shot at that pretty much yeah then they put david Duchovny and jillian anderson in a separate car and like lurched that car way up in the air mm-hmm. for the close-up they actually did a lot of their own stunts uh, I which noticed. Is surprising. I noticed that there's a scene in the UFO. Yeah, it's actually inside the UFO when Mulder climbs out of the. No, it's it's okay. It's when he discovers the Matrix and then slips and falls down that slide. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, and then he like hops down on top of this like so like, it looks like a big. Uh, it lo- it almost looks like a big propane tank. Um, but he hops down on top of this tank and then hops down from the tank onto the ground and it's like ten feet. Uh, which yeah. is, and, and like the set's really damp and it's, you can see that it's Duchovny that did it. Uh, and it's, yeah. it's interesting that like, it doesn't sound like much, but that's like a real prime candidate for like your lead actor could get 
hurt in a very stupid way if, doing this if, stunt. If you watch behind the scenes, they show him doing that, and yeah, he's just sliding down that fucker, yeah, and then he, he, he falls off the side. Knee. <laughs> yeah, like he falls off the side and shit. D- Duchovny's interview, he's like, "It was really fun doing that stuff because you don't have to do acting when you do it." And it's like, yeah, that's a very Duchovny yeah way of thinking about it. It's an interesting thing uh, for you to say specifically, David. <laughs> um so uh i i guess let's just get into it right yeah i wanted to talk about because i have some like overall notes that don't go into anything but we could probably just talk about it i just love how funny it is that it begins with the standby b kids getting fucked by the government well it begins where they're like we're off on oh yeah getting fucked by an alien getting fucked by the alien government yeah, the alien government. Yeah. And then a bunch of kids with shovels, like, we're on an adventure. Yeah, a bunch and of adventure one of them, kids. One of them gets killed by the government. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's to- that little boy is Lucas Black, uh, who plays the main character in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. That's amazing. Uh, he totally, what a career. Yeah, he totally falls through this like sinkhole in Texas and th- finds basically a cavern full of the black ooze from the spaceship that crashed there in prehistory. So we know that the aliens have been here for some time yeah quite and, some time. and he and a bunch of firemen get murdered by the government <laughs> yeah and then and then and then our heroes show up and that brings us i guess into our first section uh world's luckiest detective do we this well is- do we need to describe the plot at all uh for like the x file section oh man i mean we could just like real briefly it's it's you know it's after the season finale of season five so the x files uh Cancer Man burned down Mulder's office. The X-Files have been closed. Uh, Scully and Mulder are just regular FBI agents now. They get called into a bomb threat at the federal building in Dallas, but it turns out the bomb is actually in a building across the street. And uh, the section chief, Terry O'Quinn, orders everybody out of the building because he says he's going to defuse the bomb, but he doesn't. He just sits there and lets it explode. Why would he do that? Yeah. Um, and it's because the explosion Terry. was used to cover up the dead bodies of this little boy and the fireman that the government murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um i don't know where to talk about this i wrote about it in an article is that if you're if you're trying to cover up the deaths of five people you know how you don't do that not with a really publicized bombing in a, in a yeah. yeah you don't you don't blow a building up you know what you do you dump them, in the, them ocean. in the desert yeah, yeah dump them. you're the government yeah you can make five people disappear like you Holy can, shit. You can just cram them into the next shuttle launch. Just fucking throw them yeah. into space. What are you doing? Yeah. Throw them into space. The only, you're, the go- you're the shadow government. The only limits are your imagination. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's such a... And, and it sort of goes in the next section. It's such an easy way to get fucking noticed uh, for your cover-up. What a ridiculous thing to do. Like, it's guaranteed... That it'll be over-investigated the way they do it, by putting it in a fucking building explosion. Yeah, it's, it's a really silly way to dispose of a body. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what they did. It's like trying to hide your pornography from your parents by taping it to your bedroom door. Exactly. <laughs> it's the last place they'll look. They'll never look here. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, where are we in the plot? So they 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 so covered the bombing it up. happens. They're getting blamed for it. Mulder's like, "That's bullshit," but Scully quits. Basically, she's like, "I'm gonna." I got. Yeah. They told me that I'm reassigned, so I'm just quitting because fuck this. Um, Mulder gets 
like Martin Landau visits him. He's like, I'm a friend of your dad's. You should look deeper into this. He uncovers that the bodies were actually hosts for a new form of the black ooze virus that it doesn't merely use the uh, uh, people at, uh, to con- it's not merely a means to control them as like a slave race. It, it literally mutates them into aliens. Yeah, they're 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 doing a very alien thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. to them. Yeah. Uh, so he learns about this. The shadow government freaks out. One of them, the well manicured man, uh, freaks out when they discover this version of the virus because he's like, "That's not the plan. Like we were supposed right. to be. Uh, like we were going to live like kings while the rest of humanity got enslaved. It, it's the, it, turning us all into aliens was not part of the plan. So he helps Mulder, uh, which results in him getting blown up." Results in a hell of a sequence of events. Yeah, uh, which we will cover. Um, yes. Mulder and Scully find some more bees. Like As we know, they use the bees to transmit. They spray crops with the virus. The bees pick it up via pollen and then sting people. And that's like how the virus will be transmitted. We kind of already knew that from the episode when Mulder yeah. dumped gasoline into his eyes. Yeah, this is not Mulder's first bee rodeo. No. Scully gets stung by one of the bees. Uh, so Mulder, the well-manicured man, before he just fucking leaves this planet in the most dramatic way possible, uh, yes. gives Mulder a vaccine that they think will work as long as he gets there within a certain amount of time. Yeah, uh, Gives him the coordinates to this uh, location in the Arctic, uh, Antarctica, I believe, uh, where he f- he basically falls through a hole into the series of underground caverns and then discovers the matrix slash a tool video uh, beneath yep. the earth where it's like alien facility with a bunch of people in pods who are in various stages of being converted into new aliens via this virus. Including, and I never noticed this, uh, one of the cavemen. Yep. From the beginning. Yeah. Never yeah. noticed that. Been in there for a uh, uh, while. Thousands Fate upon worse. thousands of years. Yeah. Fate worse than death. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Mulder injects the vaccine, uh, into Scully's little mouth tube. It, um, well, actually, no, he injects Scully in her shoulder, in her shoulder, just randomly in the shoulder. He's like, well, any old place will do. (laughs) Just stabs her with the syringe. Uh, it backs up into the tube, into the whole thing, which like destroys all the pods. Uh, and the UFO takes off because the aliens are like, fuck this. Yeah. Dude broke our spaceship. Yeah. He, we gotta go. He carries Scully out. They get back to uh, Washington for the hearing, which is being presided over by Blythe Danner, who is yep. like, uh, I kind of have to close this investigation because like most of the evidence is missing and nothing you're telling me <laughs> makes any sense. <laughs> uh, She's just like, I give up. I Yeah, I can't do anything with this. And like, she looks over at Skinner and is like, I don't know how you deal with this. Yeah. Um, and then Scully basically like hands her one of the the bee that stung her and that and is like uh it, it there's currently not a government a section of the FBI that's equipped to investigate this hard wink yeah uh, painful nudge uh and then the X-Files get reopened uh, and then we learn that the syndicate is is still going forward with their plans to assist the aliens although it seems like they have something else up their sleeves as well right and they got a whole bunch of more uh, cornfield tits. In Tunisia. In Tunisia. In a place yep. that seems to be called Tatooine, which really threw me for a loop. Yeah. Did you notice that? <laughs> you thought they were on Tatooine? Well, no, like the, when the text flashes at the bottom, <laughs> like the place they named 
the way, oh, okay, the way yeah. it's spelled sure looks like it's pronounced Tatooine. So it really, that would have been quite the twist. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been an amazing twist. Uh, but yeah, so that's yeah. that's the film. That's X Files: Fight the Future. Yeah. Uh, I want to start with a quick Martin Landau, not Martin Landau, um, ma- well-manicured man after dark. Uh, he shoots his driver in that sequence, and then he tells, <laughs> yeah. and then he tells Mulder all the stuff, and he gets back in the car. He, get, he gets in the backseat. He, back- <laughs> he gets in the backseat. <laughs> Had the car not exploded, he would have gotten in the backseat and been like, bring me home. Oh, oh right. shit. Right. Right. <laughs> he gets, you see him like get out and quickly hurry over to the driver's yeah. car. <laughs> Um. Uh, okay. So now let's get into World's Luckiest Detective. The- this is when we talk about <laughs> times that Mulder is just completely lucked in to solving things. Something that we've found happens a lot it's, on the show. It's this entire film. <laughs> it's the entire it really film. Is. Look, look, we're only doing part one. That's true. So we're only we're only doing until he drives into the desert, uh, and a lot happens uh, between that. I mean, it starts by Mulder investigating the wrong building. Playing a hunch. Uh, of a bu- yep, playing a hunch. Never explained why. Well, he says, whatever happened to playing a hunch, Scully? The element of surprise, random acts of unpredictability. If we fail to anticipate the unforeseen or expect the unexpected in a universe of infinite possibilities, we may find ourselves at the mercy of anyone or anything that cannot be programmed, categorized, or easily referenced. That is his motivation. That's what he's probably writing on the report mm-hmm. as to why he was investigating the wrong building and then they're they're leaving and they're, he's just like you want a soda and she's like sure yeah give me a soda and they he just randomly goes in to get a soda and guess what he finds it's the, the fucking the, bomb the soda machine is the bomb yeah the one the only thing that he is going to touch or inspect right because he's just been walking aimlessly around on the roof of this other building that's all he's yeah, been doing he's not yeah he's not um, really looking for a bomb <laughs> Yeah, he's then like, and then from here, he finds the bomb luckily, but after it explodes, they're out of luck until Kurtzwell just shows up into his life at a bar and is like, I hear you need answers. Mulder was just going to accept that the bomb blew up. He knew something was weird because the section chief sent them out, which was against protocol, uh, and then just kind of exploded. Like he didn't even really seem to try to defuse the bomb. And then like right. when he walks into the hearing, they tell him that there were four bodies they found in the rubble. And he's like, that's not right. The building was empty, but he was right. just going to leave it alone until Martin Landau uh, comes up to him as he's pissing on an independence day poster. And right is. And basically hands him the game. He's just like, you need to yeah. check into those bodies. They were already dead. And he's like, Oh, I guess I'll do that. Yeah. And again, very lucky that the government did something this dumb. Well, he points uh, out that there's like a government lab in that, like a government research lab in that right, building, right. which is where the bodies were. So they re- they were really blowing up the lab. Right. But again, but just again, take the bodies yeah, just, and bury them. Just fucking put them in a plane crash. Who? What are you doing? Yeah. You're the government. Uh, you can do anything. Dump them in a volcano. There's, yeah, there's YouTube there's videos. There's so many volcanoes. There's YouTube videos of people just throwing cans into volcanoes. Exactly. You can dump a body in there. Nobody would ever know. Nobody would know. Uh, yeah, very dumb and very lucky for Mulder. Um, then he just talks his way into the morgue uh, and, and right, goes he through He really, the- really 
intimidates the shit out of this MP guarding a top secret military facility. Yeah, he's very he's very lucky that that guy was such a dummy. Right, like holy he's shit, he's very lucky that this it was it appeared to be this guy's first day in the army. Yeah, like because otherwise, much. like this guy would have shot them both. Yeah, <laughs> if they tried this to guy walk appears- past him. It's like his first day, and he's also like 16, and he's just like, oh, you can't go there, sir. And he's just like, yeah, he just, he just like talks down to him, and the guy's like, oh, okay, you go, you go through. And then, of course, he calls it in and is like, wait a second, and has to, whoa, has to go whoa, find what? them. Um, very lucky also, what happens after that is Mulder goes to the, the Dallas lab where they're going through the wreckage, and the guy's like, He's like, did you find anything else from that lab? And they're like, no. I mean, we did find something this morning, actually. Like, he, they just found those bone fragments. And then Scully walks in as soon as he puts them down. And Mulder's like, oh, I'd like her to look at them. She puts them under a microscope. That's it. She just sciences them real quick. Yeah, yeah. She really does just... There's a lot... There's a lot of hand waving in this movie, but there's two yes. there's two really major moments of hand waving in this movie. Yeah. Um, but she puts him under the microscope and she's like, Oh yeah, this is a thing. And then he's like, Where did you find this? And the guy's like, I'll show you on the map. And and that brings them to the Texas town where they're just their plan is to just wander around the town. Right. They're and just look for something. Right. They're just gonna and this is I mean, this is classic Mulder. Like, Mulder just goes places and wanders around waiting for something to happen. Until until a vampire pops out or something. Yeah, a fucking chupacabra bursts out of the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, uh, in this case, it's a bunch of kids with new bikes. With new bicycles, and And a little playground. And they're just like, and the kids roast them roast them yeah like, y'all, like you y'all look like door door salesmen look like, yeah you look door door salesman it's like what, nice. what if they just like hung their heads and walked back into their car yeah and <laughs> credits roll <laughs> drove, drove silently uh, and scully's like molder and he's like i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it yeah and credits uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they the, the kids just point in a random direction. Yeah, they, and like, they point, they went they point vaguely off to the right. And they're like, yeah, the government guys that gave us these bikes and this new playground, they just left like an hour ago. You can probably catch them. They went that way. And then, yeah. they, then they point. And then they just <laughs> drive off. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he wouldn't think they would find anything by doing that. And not, only do they, not only do they find the tankers that were uh, hauled away from this site, which were presumably contained all of the goo from the crashed alien spaceship that's down there. Um, right. But they also find like the secret bee facility and their, yeah. and their secret cornfield. But we'll talk more on that in part two, Tom. Oh, and the secret cornfield. That's right. Our secret cornfield. Uh, that'll be that'll getting, be next episode. Getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of myself. Which means that it's time for our next section. Oh. Unless there's any other lucky luckiness. Not in the fir- not in the first half. Yeah, not in the first half. It's again, like you said, it's all it's one. all luck. It's, it's just a string of dumb luck. Mulder Kramer's his way through this movie. It, absolutely, it's so it's so weird to watch and and think about how lucky he gets because like it it. We talked about this a lot in X Files episodes. Uh, they just sort of, a lot of episodes, they just watch something happen and then they just report it. Like they very, they don't get involved that much. Every now and then, Mulder will shoot a sewer monster 
or or cram a mutant in an escalator. Yeah. But like for the most part, they always get there after the shit went down, or like they're huddled in the corner right. while some yeah, poltergeist guys they just find doing like, something. Yeah, they find like uh, uh, Yeti footprints and like a little Roadrunner cloud of dust. It's like, nah, we yeah, just, we just missed him, Scully. Yeah. And this one, it's no different. They just sort of stumble through everything with people just doing stuff to them and telling them places to go. Um, but all right. Uh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna slide on into the to, to the bar onto a bar stool, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanna show up uh, to a bomb threat in a t-shirt, throw an FBI windbreaker uh-huh. on top of it, <laughs> wander around in a building across the street until Terry O'Quinn explodes, and then I wanna get uh, then then get get shit faced at a bar until Glenn Headley throws you out, uh-huh. uh, and then you pee on an ID four poster until Martin Landau shows up and uh, uh, whips his dick out to pee next to you. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's time for Mulder after dark. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Mm. Spicy and yet smooth. You know? Yeah. Like a spicy, like a like a, a peppered butter. It's probably like probably like what I imagine the, the black oil tastes like. Oh yeah, got it. What I if the black oil is delicious? delicious? Yeah, what if it's I bet delicious? It is. I bet it tastes like truffle oil. I mean, that's like a oh. key. That would be like a brilliant thing to include in your in your pathogen to make sure that people spread it as if it's delicious. Just yeah. make it. Just make it delicious. Depressing thought is now we know how people would react to an alien virus. Oh yeah, we sure do. Uh, and a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would not be fun. Um, all right, so this is the the main meat of the episode. This is where we talk about. All the like really unhinged stuff that yeah, Mulder the does. Really questionable, inexplicable, uh, buck wild things that Mulder does throughout the course of this adventure. I want to start by he. All right, he lucks out. Uh, but like, if there's a bomb scare in the building next to your building, and then a random FBI agent comes in, he's like, "I need to search this building." Like that's causing a panic, right? In uh, that, in Mulder's mind, is not necessary because he has. Again, a hunch, but it's more that he's just not taking the assignment seriously, right? That's more because he's in a t-shirt, like we just said. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't care. He doesn't tell anybody except for Scully that that's what he's doing. And it also, judging by the way that like when Mulder gets locked in the in the um room with the bomb because the uh, the bomber like soldered the uh, the the keyhole, right. Um, which for some I don't know reason why they would do that. Well, also if for some reason that kept the door locked. Right. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but like it, it, Scully has to run out and like tell everybody, like she has to yell at the security guards at the front desk to evacuate the building. It really doesn't seem like Mulder let anyone know that he was even there. Right. Because that's the thing. If Mulder actually thought maybe there's, I have a hunch that the bomb's over here. Then you'd evacuate the building. Right. And, and by, by that, I mean, like, obviously, we know he didn't tell Terry O'Quinn that he's over there. But I mean, like, he, I don't think he told anybody in the building <laughs> that he was there no, looking for no, a bomb. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I think he might have just walked in. Yeah. Um, because I again, I don't think I think the idea that they're trying to get across is that Mulder doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I think. We've talked about this. Whenever he's not assigned to the X-Files, he always has these where he's like making a jerk off hand motion, like, oh, whatever. But the assignment is always like terrorists. Yeah. And he's like, whatever. They're not aliens. In this case, it's a bomb threat yeah. to a federal building. In and he's Dallas. like, oh, yeah. 
they got us on this shit work, Scully, and it's like I think it's pretty important. Yeah, I think I'm this, pretty sure I'm it's pretty sure this one matters. Yeah, I think it's like what the FBI is supposed to do. Yeah. Um, when he tells Scully about the bomb, she doesn't believe him right away, which says a lot about their relationship. Yeah. How many times has Mulder called a fake bomb threat? Yeah. To try to like try to like tor- right, like either because he thinks it's a delightful prank or because he's like jealous that Scully has other plans, so he calls it a yeah. bomb threat. <laughs> to like the restaurant she yeah, has a yeah. date. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not the first time he's called her at a restaurant while she's on a date. Absolutely, yeah. Oh man. Uh yeah, and then so they have to evacuate. Terry O'Quinn stays behind. Uh I love that Mulder like like a dog tries to run back in the building at the last second Mm -hmm. uh which is like scully has to tell him very correctly we don't like there's no time like we can't you can't go running back in and it explodes like 30 seconds later yeah Mulder doesn't care i guess he's a real hero i guess yeah i don't know what he thought he was gonna (laughs) prove no i don't know what he was gonna do like what his aim was yeah i also terry o'quinn he probably didn't need to explode like, he could have just left and went, I couldn't do it. Well, they never explain him either. Yeah, they just they say, never... like, the government, like, paid him off. Yeah. He, he, was, he says, like... Like, he was working he says, for like, the syndicate was... or something. Yeah, that's really all yeah. they ever say. It's weird. Um, And then the building explodes, and he goes, next time you're buying. It's like, Mulder... Mulder, a man has died. Yeah. Like... Now, it's not, not appropriate. Now is not the time. No. for your horseshit and when they first come in to when they first bust him out of the room like he says he stands up and points at the bomb because there's like three jugs of um i forget what it is it's some sort of reactant to to start yeah. the explosion he's like tell me that's just soda pop in there yeah he loves his jokes like have you been sitting on this like he says it as soon as they come in the room so he oh yeah of he course had he's it been in the holster like he had it ready yeah, he was sitting there looking at the bomb, mm-hmm. uh, sweating and thinking, like, I need I need a joke. Yeah. I'm Mulder, man. They expect they, that. They expect I'm a, the a, a Mulder zinger. Like, they're going to be do disappointed. You, do you think that's how he sees himself as, like, he's the cut-up of the FBI? Like, he's the one that all the other agents are like, oh, yeah, gotta, uh, always, always got Mulder with a few wisecracks. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think he does think that. I have no problem believing that about Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he shows up late to the post bomb meeting. He sure does. It's interrupts it's, immediately. It's it's a hearing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a hearing because they want to determine if there was any negligence involved. Yeah, no excuses for showing up late. Um, I love that it begins with someone saying, "In light of Waco and Ruby Ridge," which I I th- feel like Mulder has heard that start of a sentence a lot. Uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they, yeah, they're like, look, we really need someone to blame. And we hear you have a like a paranormal investigation section, so you're perfect. Um, but yeah, he sh- interrupts immediately, shows up. They have to qu- kick him out, uh, and then they're just throwing them out uh, uh, under the bus. Uh, and Scully comes out, and she's like, "I might have to quit." And Mulder says, and I qu- I wrote it down. This isn't about you, Scully. They're doing this to me. Yeah. And it's like Mulder, she has to quit. You selfish bastard. And then later in the, he's like so weirdly manipulative because like later he tells her the exact opposite. Yeah. He's like, what about us, Scully? He's like, you don't owe Uh, me anything. I owe you everything. And it's like, what kind of mind games are you playing? (laughs) Yeah. 
he loves doing this Mm -hmm. but like he i mean it's the thing where he goes in and out of being like he forgets that he there's other people Mulder forgets constantly that other people exist. He, he, yeah, he's got goldfish uh, object permanence. Like, if you're not yeah. in front of him, he forgets you exist. Yeah, and, like, he doesn't... He means well, I think. Uh, in so, general. In general. Uh, so, like, when he becomes self-aware, he's able to, like, dial it back, I think. But, so, like, they, the, the X-Files, they're off the X-Files, they're splitting up. Scully's... Um, getting sent somewhere or quitting i guess because they're gonna like transfer her yeah so Mulder's gotta go get drunk yep on three shots yeah i i they <laughs> three shots that he's like daintily sipping they do this thing where he's at the bar and he's drunk and the bartender is like oh you've had enough uh and then you see the shot glasses it's three yeah going on four that's it because Mulder, of course of course like, I don't think Mulder drinks that much, as evidenced by the three shots. Yeah, no, he do- we don't really see him drinking that much, no. No. It's pretty rare. Uh, the bartender says, so what do you do? Mulder says, what do I do? I'm the key figure in an ongoing government charade, a plot to conceal the truth about the existence of extraterrestrials. It's a global conspiracy, actually, with key players in the highest levels of power, and it reaches down into the lives of every man, woman, and child on this planet. So, of course, no one believes me. I'm, a, I'm an annoyance to my superiors, a joke to my peers. They call me Spooky. Spooky Mulder, whose sister was abducted by aliens when he was just a kid, and now he chases after little green men with a badge and a gun, shouting to the heavens or anyone who will listen that the fix is in, that the sky is falling, and when it hits, it's going to be the shit storm of all time. Beautiful Mulder line. Yep. Perfect. Uh drunk Mulder, she immediately cuts him off. Yeah, she's like, okay, spooky. <laughs> Get out of here. And, yeah, yeah. And I cannot stress enough that the bartender is Glenn Headley for no reason. Yeah, I think because they could get her. Yeah. They were like, we need celebrities. We need stars. Um, she says, it looks like 86 is your lucky number. And Mulder replies with, you know, one is the loneliest number. And it's like, oh, Mulder. <laughs> what are you even? <laughs> <laughs> you sad, sad man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's him throwing, lobbing a half-assed like pickup line right like not, e- not, not even he believed in because he's like he's he's standing up and leaving as he says it <laughs> yeah like, like he's he's it's like a real it's, it's a like reflex, just covering almost. my bases yeah. yeah like just in case this woman has a sad enough life to be like I, oh i get off in an hour let's do this um it is this is rock good old rock bottom molder this is molder like uh well not we've seen rock bottom molder and that's molder blowing a man's face off to conceal his identity <laughs> exactly to fake his own death to fake his own to death. then sneak but, into a building across the street from where he works <laughs> if yeah oh my god yeah if like a, a a homeland security uh agent like sat next to him at the bar i'd be like oh god help that man don't go near molder right now he might steal your identity to run into a base as far as he can until he gets tackled. Um, yeah, so he goes and pisses on the Independence Day poster. Yeah, he does. Uh, Fuck that poster, apparently. When, Mar- when Martin Landau comes up to him and he's like, I knew your father, and like he uh, says all this government conspiracy stuff, mm-hmm. Mulder's reaction is to be annoyed and bored. Yeah. And that implies something. That implies that this happens to him 
all a the lot. time. Yeah. This is not the first random dude to walk up to him while he's peeing in the alley behind this bar. Right. <laughs> to start talking that, to him about big feet and shit. Yeah, there's been old men who's like, I knew your father. Come into this van. I want to tell you something. Put on this blindfold. Yeah, it's like, I'm not like, falling right. for that again. Yeah. <laughs> Like, absolutely. He says, like, what do you press? Because that means also that the press has been doing this to Mulder. Like, he's... That's, it's, there is he's an entire... An I, mark. I know. There there must be an entire website just for everyone. Press, uh, predators, <laughs> criminals, yeah. grifters. Just, here's how to trick Mulder. Yeah, it's so easy. It's the homepage is the big picture of his face. Yeah. I have evidence about Bigfoot, but first I need your credit card number. Like he he's, will can you, give it to you, and all you need yeah. to do is draw a stick figure with the word Bigfoot and an arrow pointing at it. <laughs> he has accepted Absolutely. the same thing, basically, as evidence. He's, ex- he's accepted less, I think, at this point. So yeah, this is like cynical Boulder who's like, I'm not doing this again. He doesn't immediately do the thing he does later, which is look up to see if this guy, in fact, knew his father. Um, instead. He shows up at Scully's place at 3 a.m. drunk, banging on the door. Uh, the exchange is her going, are you drunk, Mulder? And he goes, I, I was until about 20 minutes ago. And she very cr- rightly questions, uh, was that before or after you decided to come here? Yeah. Um, and Mulder's like, no, get dressed, get dressed. I'll no, no, put your clothes on. Chief, we're going to go. We're going to go. <laughs> we're going yeah. somewhere. We're going somewhere. I don't believe Mulder sleeps for the rest of this no. uh, movie. No, it, well, in point of Unless fact, it, he collapses in the in the last scene. You remember, he just oh, he yeah. just fucking it all catches up to him. And he just passes out. Right, he is forced to sleep by way of bullet later. Uh, but we'll get to that. <clears throat> and so he says, "Get dressed." I'll explain the way at three a.m. And what he's not telling Scully is he's going to the morgue. <laughs> Uh, with Scully yes. to go look at some dead bodies at 3 a.m. Uh, they sneak in and they find the bodies. They're not supposed to be there. And Mulder's like, stay here, Scully. Yeah. I got to go do other things. I got to go do other things. And then later, what does he do after this? He goes, wanders around Martin Landau's apartment. Right. Yeah. And then there's the police are there like because he has child porn on his computer. Right. Um, and he says, some other reason you're looking for him? And Mulder says, yeah, I had an appointment for a pelvic examination. Because Mulder's the cut up. Uh, and they all laugh. And uh, he goes out and finds Martin Landau in the alley. And he's like, that's how they're discrediting like me. Like a block away. It's, just like very obviously yes. peeking around the corner. And it's like, man, they're going to see you. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, FEMA. It's FEMA. They're out to get you. He, this guy has a reputation for writing these conspiracy books. They don't like that are like bullshit. Um, yeah. In real life, when someone is like, no, it's FEMA. The government's out to get me. That's why there's child pornography in my apartment. Yeah. We know which way that's, that's going to That's all I could think of. Because like, Martin yeah. Landau made it sound like, because he's like, what is it this time? Uh, 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 child porn? Or uh, uh, I, I assaulted one of my patients? Uh, they'll say anything yeah. to discredit me. And I'm like, I feel like maybe those things are true. Yeah. He's like, it's <laughs> the deep state is trying to cancel me. Yeah. It's cancel culture. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, like any other time. This is, a, we talk about this a lot. Mulder gets lucky a lot by believing people who uh, an, in any like 99.99% of the time would be maniacs would be exactly what they're accused of being right this is he's basically talking to Alex Jones 
in yeah. this alley. Yeah. And so Mulder just chooses to believe this guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Scully is hiding in the morgue from security. This is it's like one of my favorite parts of the entire movie is she's hiding in the morgue because the army guys finally wised up that they're not actually supposed to be there. So she first has to hide in the body freezer, essentially. Uh, and yeah. then Mulder. <laughs> so the, the military and like a couple of government spooks are in the in the autopsy room while she's hiding in the freezer searching around. Uh, so it's like a real, like she's, you know, got to keep quiet so they don't find her. And then her phone rings cause it's Mulder. And then, uh, he's like, what did you find? She's like, Mulder, I can't really talk now. Well, because he's like, why are you whispering? Like he yeah. forgot where he left her. Oh, he absolutely forgot. Uh, and then he's like, oh, well, what'd you find? And then she tells him, well, it's like, it's really strange. Like it's, it's clear this guy's tissue has been deteriorating from the inside. It seems to be some sort of infection. And then Mulder says, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, she's like trapped in a locker about to either be killed on site or go to military prison. Yeah, and he's and like, Mulder's well, I'm like, going home to buy some plane tickets. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I got to, uh, Scully, listen, I haven't rubbed one out in like 12 hours. Yeah. I got to get home. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's five in the morning. And also, it, the phone call ends with Scully being like, oh my God, Mulder, and like hanging up. Yeah, she has to hang up really <laughs> abruptly. And Mulder just looks at the phone like, that was rude. That was weird. And hangs up, and he never follows up. No. He never. They just, they cut to the next morning where they're already meeting to get on the plane. And that's like the first major time that this movie just hand waves. That we, yeah. They just, they just yada yada over how the fuck she gets out of there without getting caught. Right. She's just laying under bodies, thinking about her life. Mm -hmm. It's 5 a.m. She should, she should have like a career. It's 5 a.m. I should, should be sleeping. Yeah, she should be sleeping. Yeah. Not cutting uh, up bodies in a morgue for my weird partner. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't give a fuck about Who seems me. to yeah. have forgotten where he left me. Yeah. And yeah, she has to escape somehow on her own. They, they go to... Um, Wait, I think the first time he sees her, isn't it investigating the bones? Maybe. Where he's like, I'd like this woman. Like, he just goes and does other stuff without her until yeah. she catches up, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, she says later, like, you didn't have to spend a half hour in cold storage they or whatever. They really yada yada it. Yeah. Um, and that's when they meet the kids. They go into the desert. They're, they're, faced, with a, they're faced with a question, which is they, they drive down the road. And then there's a fork. You can either go left or right. Uh, and and uh, Scully's like, I think they went right. And Mulder's like, I think they went left. And so he drives directly forward into the desert. Yep. Uh, it, to, to perhaps starve to death. It's just Mulder doing what he does best, which is just driving Scully into the abyss. Yeah, on a batshit hunch, heading headfirst into a into a, a hostile, unforgiving environment with no preparation yep. and no exit strategy. And this is exactly. this is not the last time he will do this in this film. No, it is not. And I think that's where we have to move on. I think that's it. Yeah, that's kind of where we have to stop for now. Yeah, but we could talk about fire fireable offenses. That's our next section. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely breaking, uh, 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 bluffing your way into a military facility for sure. Right, because don't they get their badges? You would, uh, so, like, they flash them, you would assume. Yeah, they got to sign in or something. Like, uh, they don't sign they anything. They know it's them. Like, they bluffed, oh, okay. they bluffed so hard past this, this kid. There's this got to be security. Kid is so dopey. Cameras? Yeah, you would assume. 
Yeah. Um, also, just not treating the bomb threat correctly. Like, I know there he he lucks out. He gets stupid lucky. Mm-hmm. But had the bomb not been in that building and had it gone off, they'd be like, and where were you? And they're like, oh, on the roof of the other building. Or, oh, we were getting a soda in the other building. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, that's probably not a thing you should do. Yeah, but mostly it's it's My. breaking into that facility and also just, as always, disappearing for days and days and continuing to disappear for days in this movie. Yeah, uh, but honestly, that's kind of it in this first half. He's pretty... They don't really do anything terribly wrong during the bomb sequence, apart from not being in the right building. Yeah, um, but he is still a maniac. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I guess we'll get into Name the Enabler. This is us pointing out who needs to stop doing this to Mulder. In this case, I think it's Martin it's Landau. Martin Landau, yeah. Like, Mulder was ready to just drop this. Yeah. I mean, it's a call from Martin Landau, like, keep digging. And it's like, oh, don't tell him to do don't that. Don't tell him to do that, man. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen there. You don't know what this man is capable of. You might get stuffed in a trunk because of this. <laughs> also, like, I can't stress enough where he's like, it's a big government thing. Uh, should we meet somewhere like private? Like, no, let's just keep showing up. Let's at keep the spot. showing up in the same alley. Yeah. It's like, you, you, like, even when people are like clearly watching us. Right. And it's also, it's the same bar that they always go to in the show. So it's like, this is just where people who work in Washington go. Yeah. And Mulder. Oh yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about. Mulder is just like screaming about this stuff in the streets and stuff throughout the movie. And it's just like discretion, Mulder discretion. Um, man. And now we don't have crazy like a Fox, which means we we're wrapping this up. We are. Yeah. That's, that's it. You guys are going to have to, uh, Join our Patreon to hear part two and hear what our rating ends up being. It's it's going to be mm-hmm. pretty intense. Also, part two is going to be real juicy. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of shit. There's t- yeah, there's two big set pieces. Um, and so if you're interested, you go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, along with Fox Mulder is a maniac. We also have a, another weekly exclusive podcast called Tom and Jeff watch Batman. We also have a monthly show uh, called Star Trek, the next Futurama. Uh, and then we, we just, uh, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That's a different tier. There's a lot of options on there, but the baseline $5 a month will get you this show and two other shows. So that's a pretty good deal. It's pretty, it's, I, I agree. I, yeah, it's a fantastic deal, Dave. You guys should all jump on that immediately. We also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed. We can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So, uh, check that out. Do it. Check it out. And, uh, you know, leave us a review. Yeah. It helps, also, uh, on it, that, it helps us out a lot. On that store, we're going to have some new... Uh, we're going to have some new Mulder pr- merch pretty <laughs> soon. New yeah. Mulder merch. Specifically some Mulder merch. Intense, yeah. Some pretty intense Mulder merch. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. Indeed. Uh, and... I think that's it. That's it. Any other things we need them to do? Uh, vote. Vote, yeah. Get out there and Vote. You know, it's there's not an election right now, but you know, yeah. In general, all we, in, ge- uh, in general, Pokemon go to the polls. Yeah, don't trust FEMA. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't trust FEMA. Like not just for this, <laughs> but yeah. also just like <laughs> historically. Yes, for a lot. Of <laughs> maybe things. don't trust FEMA. Don't depend on FEMA. I'll say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah buy buy waters cases of water. Uh, uh, what else? Like, to, should they arm themselves? Uh, I guess. I yeah. Know, maybe invest in gold. Invest in gold. Mm-hmm. Um, buy our brain pills. That yeah, we will... definitely. They're, they're as almost, 
almost no sawdust in them. Almost no, very gotta, little sawdust. You, you need a little bit of sawdust. Mm-hmm. It's for it's for flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's refreshingly that's... little sawdust in our brain pills. Artwork for Fox Mulder's A Maniac is produced by Starlene Hodge. Follow her on Twitter at Starlene X. That's Starlene with an X. Or check out her delightful webcomic at rubywhipple.com. 